Welcome to The Great Divorce Podcast, hosted by divorce financial analyst and retirement planning counselor, Andrew Hatherly. Join Andrew and guest experts as they help late life divorcees build the financial and mental foundation for a meaningful future. There is life after divorce. Now on to the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 35 of The Great Divorce Podcast. Excuse me if I sound a little very white today, <laughs> or very, very white today. That bug that's been going around uh, Nevada for the past three months, well, it's making a return visit. So um, I'll try and cope, and um, hopefully I'm not too hard on your ears today. But today, I'd like to chat about an important piece of congressional legislation affecting retirement plans. The legislation is called the Secure Act 2.0, and it was passed at the end of 2022. Essentially, it's an expansion of the first Secure Act, which was passed in 2019. If you didn't know, the word secure is an acronym. Washington legislation loves its acronyms. And in this case, the word secure stands for Setting Every Community Up for Retirement Enhancement Act 2.0. Well, that's quite a mouthful, isn't it? While the SECURE Act is not specifically directed at divorcing people, the changes it institutes will have a big impact on divorcing people with respect to retirement accounts. As you know, retirement plans and home equity are often the largest two assets in divorce, in mid-to-late-life divorce particularly. The Act contains 92 new provisions, and many of them can impact the financial decisions of divorcing parties, both in the short and the long run. So I think it's important that people who are getting divorced, particularly those getting divorced later in life, and their attorneys, understand this piece of legislation. Understanding the SECURE Act's effects on retirement plans will lead to better settlement agreements in divorce. Now, the SECURE Act's changes began to go into effect in 2023. Others have just gone into effect at the beginning of this year, 2024, and other changes will be realized in 2025 and 2026. One of the key changes that went into effect in 2023 was the change in the age at which retired, required minimum distributions need to be taken from your IRA or retirement plan. Previously, the age at which you need to start taking your RMD was age 72. Well, that's been increased to age 73. And for those of you who were born in 1960 or later, your RMD begins when you turn age 75. Now, these changes benefit divorcees in that they give us more time for retirement investments to grow tax-deferred. There's a potential benefit here of more time to implement tax planning strategies like Roth conversions and harvest capital gains and accelerate taxable distributions before RMDs begin. Another important aspect of the SECURE Act which may impact financial planning of divorcing individuals is the elimination of what was called the stretch IRA. With the old rule, the beneficiary of an IRA who was not a husband or a wife 
was able to stretch required minimum distributions over their lifetime. Under the new rules, non-spouse beneficiaries who inherit an IRA or qualified retirement plan are required to withdraw all assets from the inherited account within 10 years. Notable exceptions to this 10-year rule are a surviving spouse, as I mentioned a moment ago, minor children, disabled or chronically ill beneficiaries, or if the beneficiary is not more than 10 years younger than the IRA or retirement plan owner. It's important to consider the tax consequences of taking distributions in 10 years. If you have earned income already, you may be bumped into a higher tax bracket. You also want to be careful not to ignore the 10-year rule for, say, the first nine years after uh, inheriting the IRA and then end up with a huge tax bill in the 10th year. That's why it's important that you're aware of this new distribution rule and discuss it with your tax person and financial advisor and discuss the, the payout time frame and potential tax liability. One provision of the SECURE Act that just came into effect this year, 2024, is more relevant than most to some people going through divorce. That is the provision that if you have been the victim of domestic abuse and you need to access money in your retirement plan, you now may be eligible to do so penalty-free up to $10,000 or 50% of your vested retirement plan balance, whichever is less. Many of us know that having access to funds is very important, particularly in the initial stages of divorce. And I could see this provision as potentially being very helpful to some people who may need legal counsel or just to move away from a difficult situation. The SECURE Act also makes it possible to access up to $1,000 penalty-free from your IRA or retirement plan for emergency expenses. There are limitations on this, and of course, taxes do still apply to the distribution. Another wrinkle in the SECURE Act is that it increases the availability of annuities in employer retirement plans. In some instances, annuity cannot be divided between spouses. Now, it's likely that the inclusion of annuities in 401k 401k plans will complicate retirement asset division and divorce and, um, and the drawing up of quadros. Another notable change effective in 2024 permits individuals to roll over extra funds in a 529 plan to benefit to a, a beneficiary's Roth IRA. Now, remember, a 529 plan is a very tax-efficient college savings plan. So many older divorcing individuals may be in a situation where they saved money for a child in a 529 plan, and those funds weren't used for college or the funds were left over. This provision opens financial planning opportunities and should be considered in marital settlement discussions. Be mindful that there's a $6,500 annual transfer limit reduced by any regular contributions and a $35,000 lifetime limit for beneficiaries. Also, the 529 must have been open for 15 years, and contributions made in the last five years are not eligible for the tax-free transfer. This is a great planning tool, as once rolled into a Roth IRA, the funds can potentially be distributed tax-free even before retirement age. 
Finally, the SECURE Act allows part-time workers to participate in employer-sponsored retirement plans by reducing the minimum number of hours required to be worked to participate in the plan. Under the SECURE Act, an employee only needs to work 1,000 hours in one year or 500 hours in three consecutive years to be eligible to participate in an employer-sponsored retirement plan. So whereas a previously a lower-earning spouse who may be at home with kids but working part-time might have been presumed as to not be contributing to an employer-sponsored retirement plan, that may no longer be the case. Of course, your situation is unique. The SECURE Act's implications on your divorce settlement and or financial planning post-divorce depend on your specific situation. It's important to review your situation with your divorce financial advisor to understand what these changes mean for you and your financial plan. There's a lot more to the SECURE Act than what I've covered here. And for a more in-depth checklist for the issues covered in the SECURE Act, please check out the show notes to this podcast at transcendretirement.net. At the end of the show notes, I'll have a link where you can download a lot more information about the SECURE Act. And please visit my website at transcendretirement.net to see if we might be a good fit. Until next time, take care. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of the Gray Divorce Podcast. To learn more or get in contact with your host, you can visit Andrew's website at transcendretirement.net. Also, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Information provided is educational only and should not be construed as legal or tax advice. Each situation is unique and should be discussed with your tax or legal advisor prior to implementation. Andrew Hatherley is not an attorney and does not provide legal advice. Information provided is financial in nature. Advisory services offered through Hatherley Capital Management, LLC. Divorce financial analysis services offered through Wiser Divorce Solutions, an affiliated company.